Welcome to Living Orthodoxy, an invitation to a deeper life in Christ, a podcast of St. Philip Orthodox Church in Souderton, Pennsylvania, dedicated to connecting the liturgical and spiritual life of the Orthodox parish with the life of the Orthodox home, presenting the weekly homilies of our parish pastors, Father Noah Buscelli and Father James Thayer, as well as discussions of the liturgical year and Orthodox life and practice by Justin Gold and Jeff Hyatt. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, God is one. Amen. It's such a blessing to be back here with all of you in what feels like my home, to be with you all that slowly, as God wills it, we become more of a family together, as you all get to know me and I get to know you in such a beautiful way. And like all of God's blessings, they continue to multiply and grow and They ooze like sap out of a tree that just, its bark just can't seem to contain all of the sap. And they pour over us, and it it pours over us as God's mercy showers us. But it takes a spiritual state to feel God's mercy. It takes us engaging our spiritual lives in order for God to begin to show us that he's working within us. And in this gospel today, this beautiful gospel from St. Luke, we get to see the spiritual transformation of a man. Zacchaeus was a tax collector, which in Roman times meant that the government wouldn't pay him in order to collect the taxes. It was up for him to collect from the people how much he felt he deserved. And as such, when we're put into a situation where we can become greedy, we tend to become greedy. And so we see in Zacchaeus the opportunity for a man to develop a spiritual state of such grace. He has all the material things he needs, but he lacks God. And so I'd like to walk through first the spiritual states that we encounter and that Zacchaeus encountered and how they play out in the gospel. The first degree, or the lowest degree, is what I call, I want to want to want to love God. It's a bit of a mouthful, but we've removed ourselves so much from God's grace, and to such an extent that we cannot even fathom the idea of loving God. We don't know what it is. We can't imagine it. We can't feel it. We can't think about it. In the second degree, we want to want to love God. And in this state, we begin to draw closer. We make strides to improve our lives, to be better people, and to bring Christ into our lives. We maybe might start showing a little more dedication to our prayer life, saying prayers here and there. And if we recognize the advances we've made and how little by little we are removing the corruption from our minds, we will move into the state of wanting to love God. This is the highest spiritual state that is easily accessible to us. All it requires is for us to give our free time to God, to be in communion with God, and to be in a constant conversation with God. If we ask God to bring us into the state, 
He will shelter us under his bosom, and he will keep away the terrible thoughts that torment us. In this state, we contemplate the hellfire and the destruction that it produces, but we also contemplate the kingdom and the glory and order that exists within it. We also may ponder the purity of the virgin and the impurity of our hearts. It's a time where God brings us closer to him so that we can really experience his grace. And we really experience his grace in theoria, the highest spiritual state. St. Gregory the theologian says of theoria, it is to elevate man's intellect above the earthly things. It guides him to the holy of holies and restores him to his original nature. I cannot describe theoria to you because I have never experienced it. It's rare that we can experience it. The saints who write about this say that they have no words to discuss it. Simply that we are raptured into God's grace and that we can feel it with all of ourselves. And so in the gospel, we can see these spiritual steps played out. We see the transformation of Zacchaeus from sin to repentance. Now in his state of sinfulness as a tax collector, we identify Zacchaeus in the state of wanting to want to want to love God. Mired by his sinfulness, he cannot imagine the glory of God. And while we don't know his motivations, we see that by God's grace, he was moved with a desire to find God, and in such he seeks out Christ. And so we see him move into want to want to love God. And then, when he arrives there and he sees the crowd, he acknowledges with humility his own stature, recognizing that God did not give him the body to be able to do, to, to face this crowd. What he does is he climbs into a tree. And this small act shows the humility that was within him in that moment. And this small act is seen by God as if it was heroic. This act by him, by climbing into the sycamore tree, Zacchaeus implores God. He calls out for God and he says, God, I want you. Christ, being God and seeing this, is moved and calls Zacchaeus down from the tree, slowly inching Zacchaeus closer towards Theoria. Now the crowd decides that their response should be to scoff at this situation because, oh, who is this tax collector for Christ to be entering the house of? Instead, they serve as a reminder to us that when we see our brothers and sisters transformed in Christ, we should not scoff at them. We shouldn't even think that we should be just as holy as they are. We should just encourage them in their spiritual state. Now Christ tells Zacchaeus that he's going to bring him, he wants to enter his house. And so Zacchaeus, receiving Christ, also received with this a spirit of humility and repentance and offering half of his goods to the poor. Christ 
transforms this act of humility into theoria. Christ, our King and our God, says to him, Today, salvation has come into this house. These are such simple words, but they have such meaning. When we cry out to Christ, he hears us. When we call out to God, he listens to us. And when we call the Holy Spirit to us, he comforts us. My brothers and sisters, let us not be despondent. We can wallow in our sinfulness and continue to want, to want, to want to love God. Or we can chase after God's blessings. The Gospels tell us the kingdom of heaven is taken by force. And so let us forcefully ask God to sanctify us and hallow us and implore his help to instill in us a burning desire that will be unquenched within us. This desire that he will bring will make us want to love God. And it's in that state that we become like clay. God will begin to form us and mold us in the way that he desires. And like Zacchaeus in the tree, he will call us down to him so that we may be lifted into his holy theoria. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit.